just because he's a man of God doesn't mean he's your man of God. What's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 27 of the Journey Podcast with me, Jada Christine. Today, we're talking about how to know if God sent that man to you. Now, I know I told y'all I wasn't dating. In that one video where I was talking about being a Christian in college, I said, nah, I'm gonna stay away from dating at all costs. But I have a surprise to tell you. I'm still single and I'm not dating. However, some of y'all may be dating. It wouldn't be fair to y'all if I didn't properly equip y'all with the knowledge on how to identify a man of God. We also talked about this a little in the collab with my sister in Christ, Gabby. But here's a little deep dive into that. Now, I'm an expert in this because every single man I have met was not the man for me, was not the man that God has for me. So, I'm now an expert in identifying men. <laughs> Who ain't rocking with God and ain't rocking with me? This video is for those who are dating, talking to somebody, or you about to be dating or talking to somebody. It is so easy for our judgment to be clouded when we are talking to somebody and we start thinking about their potential rather than the red flags that are right in front of us. So this is your reminder to stay focused. But let me tell you something, these dudes, these dudes do not be looking at our potential. So stop looking at their potential. <laughs> because they take what they see for face value you do the same <laughs> so number one first way to know if god has sent you this man this is obvious is he a man of god you have to ask yourself that question and not a church boy not a drummer boy not he singing the choir not he the pastor son is he a man of god does he walk the walk does he talk the talk he can't be playing no games okay does he love god God. You must be equally yoked. Point blank period. If you've ever heard that phrase equally yoked, it comes from 2 Corinthians 6 14 through 15. Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? And what accord has Christ with the devil? Or what part has a believer with an unbeliever? It doesn't go together. It never goes together. And what God brings together, no man can separate. I forgot what verse that was, but what God brings together, no man can separate. Being equally yoked, it's about being on the same walk, on the same journey. If you are walking towards God and he's not submitted to God, it's not going to work. Either he's going to lead you away or very rarely you'll lead him to Christ slowly. But that's a dangerous position to be in. You don't want to play around with that. You gotta be serious and radical about staying focused because it's so easy to slip up and you're like, oh, okay, maybe this is okay to do. Boundaries you had, you start getting rid of those boundaries. Trust me, I, I've noticed it myself when I hang around certain people, certain sides of me come out. <laughs> if you with a man that excites your flesh more than your spirit, excites your past self more than your spirit, of course he has to be a solid man, y'all. We gonna get into that later. But if he is leading you away from Christ and leading you to sinful ways, he is not a man of God and he's not the right man for you as a woman of God. This is easy to identify in someone. Matthew 7, 20 says, yes, just as you can identify a tree by its fruit, 
So you can identify people by their actions. Do not go by what that man says, go by what he shows you. People will tell you about themselves by how they act. What has he shown you? Does he respect your boundaries? Or did he try to sleep with you after you said you were waiting till marriage? Or did he laugh in your face when he said you were waiting till marriage? Does he respect you? Or does he play with your time and run games on you? That's not a man of God. Now I will say, don't be too hard on these folks, okay? I'm not trying to keep y'all single. No man is perfect, but please don't let these dudes run game on you. What does a man of God do? He leads. He probably brought up Jesus before you did. Maybe he even set the tone for the relationship and said, no, we are waiting till marriage. He honors and respects you. He doesn't play games. He actually reads his Bible. He actually goes to church and he actually prays. This is the bare minimum. Don't be fooled. Okay, number two, are you guys compatible? I know it's a rare occasion to come across a solid man of God. I know, trust me. I think... I've had maybe two encounters. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but maybe when you meet somebody who's actually a Christian, who who does the same things you do, who who stay inside, who prays, does all that, does Bible studies, and you're kind of shocked you've come across one. I've been there, but you have to ask the question, are you guys compatible as people? Just because both of you guys believe in Jesus doesn't mean y'all are meant for each other. Now, I met one man of God that I actually talked to who took this walk with Christ seriously, but it didn't last long at all because we weren't compatible at all. There is an easy way to identify if you're compatible with someone. It's just going to show in both of you guys' interest in the, in the first place. But do you guys have different boundaries? Maybe he doesn't like listening to secular music at all, but you're a big fan of R&B. Maybe he is a conservative Republican and you're a little bit on the moderate side. <laughs> and I say this, I have to mention this because I found myself lessening who I was personality wise to try and please a guy who had different boundaries. And I felt kind of like I was choking. Um, it was a very uncomfortable position to be in and I put myself in it in the first place. You just gotta be yourself, y'all. And this kind of goes hand in hand with being equally yoked. Maybe one day your boundaries will align, but as for today, they're different. So people have different convictions. Different convictions in a relationship can go either way because if you have someone who is a little too religious, has a, like a religious spirit, they can condemn you. Not even condemn you, but maybe they make you feel like you're being condemned. That's kind of what I felt like. Also, just simple compatibility. Do you guys compliment each other? I'm gonna say it again. Just because he's a man of God doesn't mean he's your man of God. Say it with me. Just because he's a man of God doesn't mean he's my man of God. Do you guys like to do the same things? Or are you guys open to going into each other's worlds and trying new things? Or does that make the other person uncomfortable? Does it make you uncomfortable? This is basic relationship advice. I feel like Everybody comes to me for relationship advice. Meanwhile, I've never been in a relationship, but I always help all the homies with they with their relationship issues. <laughs> but even though it's basic relationship advice, it's something that Christian women can forget when they're on a hunt for a man. I know it's rare out here. Sometimes we get desperate. I was very desperate when I first came to Christ. I was like, wait a minute, where, where they at? Because I don't want to be single. <laughs> and also the church, the church has a bad habit of only preaching the message to women. Oh, you're gonna be a good wife. You gonna have your kingdom husband. We gotta stop that because now marriage is idolized. Yeah, let's let that go. I also wanna say, don't be afraid to let go of someone because you're afraid you will never meet someone good as them. Or you're afraid it won't get better than them. You're afraid, oh, I'm never gonna meet a man as devoted to Christ as he is. Yes, you will. If God has a man for you, if it is in his plan for you to get married, he has a man for you. And it may not be this one, but it could be the next one or the next one after that. Who knows? Maybe he got a couple more lessons for you till you meet your blessing. Last thing, have your own set of non-negotiables. I got this from Ashley Powers when I was obsessed with 
finding a man after I got saved. I was always binge watching her videos and her videos are all about Christian relationship advice. I found it entertaining. Anyways, this is the only list you should have. And I say that because sometimes we can create a list in prayers like, oh, I gotta do the Sierra's prayer. I gotta do this. I gotta write this list out and tell God exactly how I want my man to look. He gotta be six five, six figures, got a six pack. But that's not, that's not realistic. We can't write, you know, what we want in a man. It, it comes to us like he's just off the paper. It's not gonna be like that all the time. I know I've seen some TikToks, girls like, in 2020, I wrote down this prayer and I wrote down every single specific thing I wanted in my man. And on 2021, January 1st, he came into my life and now we're together and we're having babies and life is great. I know we see it on TikTok, we see it on YouTube all the time. It's like, we see Sierra's prayer. Guys, sometimes you gotta let it go. I don't know if y'all seen that Michael Todd's sermon. He said, rip that list up. You gotta rip that list up. I had to rip that list up. You can keep your prayers, of course. Pray for that man. I say God is the best author. He wrote our lives before we got here and I'm pretty satisfied with what he's done. So I'm sure he knows exactly what I'd want in a man, look-wise. But I do pray for certain things, non-negotiables. And these are things for us more than it is for God. These non-negotiables are set in place so that we do not cross our boundaries. Because it's so easy. When you are clouded with that first love, like, oh, he's so handsome, I want him, then all the red flags start popping up and you don't see them. They look green, but they're there and they're waving in your face. So these non-negotiables are there to keep us focused. We must stay focused, ladies. So these are things, non-negotiables, these are things that if he doesn't do, there is no way you could be with him because it would take you away from Christ if he didn't. These are the things he must have before you even think about stepping into a relationship with him, let alone a talking stage. Can we not do talking stages too? Okay, let me let me let me mind my business. For example, here are a few of my non-negotiables. First one, waiting until marriage to have sex on his own, not because I asked him to. I'm hoping that any man that God sends me, he is already walking on some sort of purity journey. He's already um, decided for himself that he wants to remain abstinent until marriage because first of all, I don't want to be in a relationship feeling like I'm burdening someone with this task. Second of all, we need to have, we need to be on the same wave. That's part of being equally yoked. Third of all, we both have to hold each other accountable. If I'm weak and he's weak because he didn't even want to wait till marriage in the first place, that leaves room for error. <laughs> My second non-negotiable, and these are kind of mental. I only wrote them down for this episode. My second non-negotiable is for him to have patience. Sometimes it takes a while for me to open up. And when I first meet somebody, I want someone who is patient with me, who is patient in getting to know me, who doesn't try to crack me open on the first day, figuratively. <laughs> but, and it's crazy because it, it depends on the guy because I've had conversations with men who have gotten me to share the most deepest things on the first time I've ever met them. It's because they ask questions. So I want someone who's patient and goes deep and actually is interested in what I have to say. Three, I want him to know how to pray. Prayer is necessary, especially in a relationship. Um, I want him to be hearing the Holy Spirit and talking to the Holy Spirit so that we can communicate non-verbally. There's things that even in my family that the Holy Spirit, we will have, um, there is less arguments in this household there is more intuitive anticipation of needs from each other because we have the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit may tell me, Jada, do this for your mama. My mom will come home and say, Jada, I needed this to be done. Holy Spirit will tell me, Jada, don't say that. That's gonna that's gonna take her off. It's gonna it's gonna start an argument for the night. Hold my tongue, peaceful for the rest of the night. Laughs. Holy Spirit will tell me, Jada, call your grandma. 
or just show up and surprise her. Jada, I've been, I was just telling God, I miss my Jada. I miss my ride or die. Where is she at? She calls me for ride or die. But that is, that is how the Holy Spirit works in relationships. He's, he's really a helper and he's a guider. So I know that if my man has the Holy Spirit, he's praying to the Holy Spirit and I have the Holy Spirit and I'm praying to the Holy Spirit. If I can hear the Holy Spirit and he can hear the Holy Spirit, we good. Save us a lot of trouble. Four, I want him to go to church regularly and read his word regularly. <laughs> I have an interest in ministry and I feel like that's going to remain virtual, you know, through through the socials. But I want someone who's wiser than me or equally yoked in that matter because I want someone who can teach me and who I can lean on and who can show me things and I can show him things. I want someone who is active and can in engage in conversations about the word because I find that kind of exciting. <laughs> that may be corny, but that is one of my non-negotiables. Number my fifth non-negotiable is can lead me in Christ. That also goes with wisdom. I said I want him to be wise. Um, a wise man. I don't want to be smarter than my man. These days, a lot of the women are leading their man in the relationship and I want to be led. I want to be able to submit to a man who's wiser than me, who has more years on me, especially outside of biblical things. I want him to be wiser in finances because I am not wise in finances at the moment. I want him to be wiser in simple world things. Um, I want him to be wiser in how taxes work. I don't know how taxes work and I don't want to know how taxes work. I want you to do the taxes. <laughs> I just want someone wise. I have wise men in my family and I'm already used to the men and women in my family teaching me things. I have a family who always has something to give intellectual wise. And I can I know that I have someone who can, I can go to for every kind of advice. And I'd love to be able to go to my man for some advice as well. That is all I have for you guys this episode. Be wise as you go out and date these dudes. If you are dating, if you are talking to a guy right now and you need to take it to God. And you really praying like, God, is this the man for me? You're contemplating getting to a relationship right now. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and found it helpful. If, helpful. if you did, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. If you're listening on the podcast, please leave a review. Um, let's continue this conversation in the comments or the DMs if you want to talk about it a little bit more, get a little bit more specific about your man and want to ask me some questions, DM me on Instagram at Jada Christine. Follow the Instagram at The Journey Podcast. Follow me on TikTok at Jada.Christine. Make sure to watch last week's vlog and stay tuned for this week's vlog coming on Wednesday. Please come back. Please spin back. Come see me or listen to me again and look at the previous episodes because they are good too. Have a blessed day.